0: It is Wednesday, June 24th, 2020, and this is the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show Short Episode Edition, Episode 21. Welcome back to the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show Short Episode Edition, Zach Rubenstein joined by Charlie today. What's up, everyone? Um, and I know I touched on this yesterday, but today it is actually official. Baseball is officially back. So, yesterday I mentioned the proposed plan that had gone that had gone back and forth between the players. Um, today, the fi- the deal was finalized, and the big question was that I brought up yesterday was health. That has also been solved. Um, we're going to do our best to kind of work through this. To be honest, I didn't have not seen very much of this um, because I was focused on other things today, or yesterday, I guess. But um, Charlie has been very focused on this, so we're going to go back and forth and do a little talking. So, Charlie. It's going to be a 60-game season. It is going to be a 60-game season. Um, did I see – I saw yesterday a 104% pro-rated salary was discussed. Where did you know where they settled at?
1: Uh, I did not actually see that. I'm not sure where they settled at. Um, the only information I actually know is it's the 60-game season. It's going to start on either July 23rd or July 24th. The location is actually going to be at home ballparks. And from what they say, health and safety is going to be the number one priority over baseball.
0: Um, that is that that's as it should be. Um, I'm gonna use Bob Nightingale a little bit on Twitter for this because he's been very good along the way. Yesterday, I used John Heyman, I think, which is I know Charlie is a little more questionable as a person on Twitter to follow for this, but uh, either way, um, there's been a lot of discussion. Um, so training camp starts July 1st. They are going to get, they're asking players to come as quickly as possible so they can get tested and quarantined if they have to. Um, I know the three players from the Rockies tested positive today. I would expect other players from other teams to test positive in the coming days as they start to get tested. Um, There's also, I mean, also these players will get a year of service time. So this will count as a year they played. Um, it, of course it, it you know, there is the how there is the whole idea that, that all it takes is a hot start this year and you could win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know is frustrating to a lot of people. Um but when it Charlie, when is the season supposed to end, you said?
1: Um it's supposed to end probably middle of October is my guess. My guess is that I haven't seen an exact end date because they don't even have an exact opening day yet. Um My guess is it's probably supposed to end around the same time the regular MLB season would end.
0: Um, And so I also see the trade deadline is, this is August 31st. Yep. Oh, that's going to be, I mean, there's not going to be any trades, I guess, unless you know, you're really out of it.
1: Um, The other thing that is going to be, there's two other new things that are happening this year. One of them is it's a universal DH. There will be a universal DH this year for the, for both leagues. And in extra innings, there probably, it looks like there's, I'm not sure if they've confirmed this, but it sounds like there will be a man on second base at the start of every extra inning.
0: So to back up a little bit, over the years, there have been discussions about ways to improve baseball, one of which has been the Universal DH. Um, I believe that's going to go through next season as well, Charlie, up until I, CBA. It
1: is, actually.
0: So the original plan was that this would go, one of the original suggestions was this would go for the rest of this year and then through next year because the collective bargaining agreement ends after the end of next season. So that would be a change. Um, And then runner on second base has been the more controversial one Mm -hmm. as a way to slow. The point was to actually speed up the game. So that it ended quicker for fans. In this case, you would be doing it for player safety. You want the game to end as quickly as possible. Right. Um, To get to the health protocols a little bit, uh, because that was one of the discussions they're actually going to go back and use a, a, an idea they had a weeks ago in the original Arizona plan, which was players on opposite teams obviously wouldn't socialize or, or really have anything or come within six feet of each other at any point. Um, and I believe that there will be probably some six feet of a distance between players during the game. So
1: real quick, what they're doing in soccer games, which has already started, normally on a bench you have like seven seats and you have seven subs. But what they're doing in soccer games is they're actually having two people per row basically on each side of the row up through a section, like a, an actual – like where fans would sit. And I bet you that's what they're going to do for baseball as well.
0: So the other thing they're doing is they're giving – and we've actually seen this in the NBA as well. They are giving players opt-outs with so with, with, with service time, which means the counts that they played – and to be fully paid, Um, and it used to be the original suggestion or conversation was that it would only be for high-risk players, and I guess coaches by default. Um, It's now going to be for players that live with someone that's high-risk, including a pregnant spouse, so you're going to see a rash of guys not probably play who have wives that are pregnant um, or might, even at the chance of having a kid delivered, will probably not play. Um, I could imagine it might be a little bit of a mess coming home, um, especially if you're in the middle of it. Now, Charlie, I want to discuss the schedules because that this is normally the way it works is that you play everyone in your division 19, 18 times or so, um, and then you play everyone else in baseball. You play a home and away in your league, and then there's kind of a randomized playing of other of the AL or NL, depending on which league you're in. But this year is different.
1: So I can't confirm that this is actually what's happening. I haven't seen anyone verified say this, but I've seen enough local reporters and local kind of fan pages say the schedule is going to be you play each team in your division 10 times and each team in the AL division that is the same as yours, like the AL Central and the NL Central, for example, you play each of those teams four times, and that adds up to a sixty-game
0: season. Um. Well, I've, I've so Bob Nightingale tweeted something similar. Uh, I think it's a three-game set against each. So, like he said, the Yankees and Mets will play each other six times. Oh, he did say that. So, ten games against opponents within their division, twenty games against teams in interleague play. So that's your, I guess, your second source on this. Hmm. Um. But the question really is. How was that? Or well, I guess let me back up before I get to this point. The, one of the tweets that I saw also, I believe, from Nightingale, the MLB has the right to relocate teams during the regular season to neutral sites for health and safety reasons, including the postseason. So specifically Tampa, Miami, Arizona, um, I mean, those teams could end up being moved, Southern California teams maybe, could be moved to places further north, maybe even cohabitating with other teams uh, Mm -hmm. as a way to try to mitigate some of this. So specifically, like let's say the D-backs had to be moved. Um, They could, let's say, move them to Las Vegas and have them play in the minor league stadium in Las Vegas or Albuquerque. Um, Or they could move them to Tucson if they really wanted to, even though that's within the state. Um, which is – I mean, Charlie, what do you think this means considering that you can't have fans to begin with?
1: Um, I think that's kind of leaving an open option for the playoffs specifically to have a bubble city for that. I can imagine if the NFL doesn't happen as scheduled, you can move them to a place like Texas and have two perfectly good stadiums all indoors, and I think the Rangers old stadium, which they played in last year, is still open, so you could possibly have three stadiums to play in. That's the Cowboys stadium, Texas Rangers old stadium, and their new stadium.
0: Could you play so baseball think, there? What'd you say? Could you play baseball at Jerry World? If you set up
1: fences that are, like, not real proper fences, yes. I bet and you could. you would just
0: have an all-grass infield or AstroTurf infield?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm, it's just an idea uh, I've been talking about with a few of my friends, And it's an interesting thought because who knows if they'll need to end up doing that. Um, Real quick to go back to the end of the season, Bleacher Report says it's September 27th.
0: Uh, As – wait, what will be September 27th, the the end of the season? Yeah. So uh, before we get out of here, I do want to add one more topic, which is will they even play? Will they even finish the season? Will they even start it? Um, three players tested positive today from the Rockies. There have been players in every sport testing positive. I've covered this a little bit already. Um, are they even going to be able to play this season?
1: I hope so. I I really do doubt it because when you think about it, if these guys have to quarantine for possibly thirty days, they're not going to be. They're going to be just cleared by the time the season starts yet they wouldn't have done any of what I'm going to call summer training, which is spring training, you know, from July 1st to the start of the season. So they're not going to be ready. They're going to have to do training up until probably August, mid-August, like Charlie Blackman, for example. So I'm going to guess, no, they're not actually going to be able to finish this season because if one team late in the season all gets infected, you probably just have to kick them out.
0: I mean, what do you do about the legitimacy of this? I mean – Let's say that, you know, one of the, we discussed the issue of, of a good run, you know, could win you the World Series. But what if you end up in the World Series? Let's say it's the Dodgers and Yankees, and the Yankees find out that three of their guys have coronavirus the week before the World Series, and the Dodgers are fully healthy. All of a sudden, the, the Dodgers have a massive advantage, and injuries are a part of the game, but these aren't normal injuries.
1: Well, and you're also going to have to figure out if anyone else on the team has it on top of that too because these guys are staying with each other and really only
0: seeing each other for three months. So, or so we, we know. I mean, the problem with home with home cities is that it's hard to enforce this. Right. I mean, if you see, the, and the problem with this virus is how easily it spreads. So if you are living at home with your family and your kid goes to school and gets it from the teacher or another kid, and brings it home, I mean, you've, you've, you've essentially penetrated that bubble. Right. So – As we talked about in the
1: NBA, there's going to be a – as I'm calling it, a snitch hotline. So if these guys are going to break it without even having that kind of hotline, it makes it so much worse.
0: Well, how do you do – I mean, how do you even know to call the hotline? You can't – I mean, you, how do you keep up with who's doing what?
1: You can't. They're spread out way too much across the country. These, these players are spread out way too much.
0: I mean, this whole thing I, – I said it – I said I believe I said it yesterday. Baseball is going to end up being the guinea pig on this mm-hmm. because basketball is not supposed to start until the end of – until really, I guess, August 1st. Um, and they're having problems, as it is, with players trying to report because now guys are starting to pop up with coronavirus. and the NFL, if they play, NFL and hockey aren't starting till even after that. Um, hockey's really moved slowly. I mean, I haven't heard very much from them in a couple weeks. Football, we'll see. College football is going to be a mess, but none of these decisions for these sports are decided until after baseball will begin. So they're going to really become kind of the de facto guinea pigs on this.
1: Right. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting, that's for sure. Um, I feel like the only real loser in this is going to be Rob Manfred. Really? You think he's the loser? I think when it comes to the public's perspective, if the season doesn't finish because of coronavirus, they're going to blame him.
0: Really, I think if the owners are the ones that look bad. I think the belief will be, I'm talking maybe two or three years down the road, the belief will be that if they had, the earlier you start, the less likely you were to have been to stopped in the middle. So this was unrealistic. But if they could have started the season, actually it wasn't unrealistic. If they could have started the season by now, like had spring training start or fall training or summer training start June 1st and gotten players available you know now, they probably could have played, they probably could have finished the season by October. I mean, the problem is that the cases in the, in the original hotspots are really starting to come down, but now new hotspots are popping up, and they tend to be more places than where they started. I mean, you could, have, you could have played baseball in Arizona on June 1st and probably been okay. Now, June 23rd, we're one of the highest per capita in the world. But when you
1: also compare the rest of the sports leagues, none of them have started yet. The NBA was the first one to really announce the actual schedule, and
0: but they, they have a gave
1: enough time. If someone got sick, they would have enough time to recover and have a little bit of training before the season starts. The MLB, they're trying to do that too. It's just they got to the agreement so much later that there really isn't time to recover as well.
0: Well, that's why I think it's going to come down to the owners. I think that the if the owners had. I think the owners were not very smart on this, were not very nice um, and respectful to the players, and they cost, it, they cost the league two or three weeks.
1: I definitely agree
0: with you on that. I, I think they would have started the
1: same time anyways. Um, the other thing that I think is a big issue that people are talking about too is after the, the owner's last proposal, players go where and when. No, after the owner's second-to-last pr- proposal, the players tweeted where and when then the owners offer a proposal that's more in favor of them and they still say no.
0: Well, okay, that's another discussion. I don't think right. the pla- I I don't think the players handled the end of this very well. That's another discussion for another time. Right. But I think at the end of the day when you look at the broad spectrum, the players were pretty clear what they wanted and it took the owners a very long time to get there. And they didn't even really get there. I mean, they did slightly better than the than the than the bottom level.
1: Kind of, yeah. At this point, there really isn't much better they could have offered, though. There's no way they could have done 114 games like the players asked for in early June, late May. Even at that time, there's way they could have done that schedule.
0: No, but I think they could have done 75, and they could have started that two or three weeks earlier. Uh, I don't. I mean, they have had a rush back then, but they could have, and they didn't. And the owners, the 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 40. This is not much more than the 48 game season they had which is, I think, why the players turned down the original 60 agreement because they felt like they weren't getting much more. They turned
1: the original 60. Are you talking about the most recent offer? Yeah. It's because they didn't have the opportunity to file grievances.
0: No, I, that's not my I, – I get what you mean, but I mean like like the players wanted a lot more games than the owners were willing to give, and they settled at a number that was not much more than the owners were originally willing to give. Oh, Oh,
1: I see what you're saying. Okay.
0: All right, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will be probably, both of us will be back tomorrow with the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show short episode of the show.